Good evening and welcome back to the Sector 4 podcast. Um, I just had a very sudden realization about two minutes ago and I'm now very concerned that time has passed me by much too quickly because the last Grand Prix Grand Prix of the season is this weekend. We've got Abu Dhabi coming up. Steven, what the hell? I didn't make the calendar, man. Yeah, that's a fair point. Like which one? Like the like like the calendar we use for like people or like F one? I didn't make any of the calendars. Ah, it's you've been slacking a little bit. You're cut off. <laughs> I don't know what I'm fucking doing. Anyways, um we have a little bit to talk about. We are gonna make today a little quick. He didn't. Um, Steve has some things to get to. I also have some things to get to. That's okay. And by things to get to, I mean Steve wants to play fucking Warzone, but whatever. Um, <laughs> um, we're going to talk a little bit about everything that went down in our ye old Brazil. It's going to be fun. Um, let's get the thing that nobody cares about out of the way. George Russell won. Um, <laughs> uh, George Russell won his first uh, first F1 race. Uh, good for him. But nobody cares because of everything else that has happened. Co- yeah, completely happened. overshadowed by uh, by the Red Bull drama. Um, let's let's just talk about Mercedes real quick, um, just because I think I think it's worth getting it out of the way. Uh, good for them. You know, yeah, really great um, drive. They had really great pace this weekend. Um, if you ask me, I think they're the ones that's over the cost cap because they've come with an upgrade every single race somehow. Yeah, uh, riddle me that one, please. Oh, so we're gonna make this about us hating Mercedes still? <laughs> yeah, we are, buddy. I don't, I don't know if I have much in me to to go at them or defend Red Bull this week, but it's all right. Okay, honestly, um, the race was pretty disgusting. Other than Magnuson's pole, the race was pretty <laughs> disgusting. In terms of like you thought it was boring or like it was no, just No, no, gross. no, like in terms of like th- everything that went on like like especially the stuff between uh, Max and Sergio, like that stuff was all is all disgusting. The crash between Verstappen and Lewis, oh, that's pretty disgusting. Can crash we talk between about, uh, Ricardo and Magnuson. That, can that we was talk disgusting. about Ricardo and Magnuson just first? So, so let's that? start. Let's start from the sprint. Let's start from the beginning. Oh, we're going from sprint. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. do that. You do sprint. You do sprint. Okay. So first qualifying, I, I remember seeing a meme about Magnuson being on pole, and I thought it was like insanely weird. Because I was like, okay, what kind of like wet weather bonanza happened for this guy to get pole? And sure enough, that's pretty much what happened. <laughs> um, and then we move into the sprint. Obviously, he knows that he's not going to be fighting, you know, the top six fastest cars. He's not. He knows he's not going to be fighting them. So he's just kind of losing positions left, right and center, which is fine. And, you know, he's, he was kind of smart to do that because his real fight was necessarily with Lando Norris. Yep. Which he was fighting well against. George Russell takes pole from uh, the sprint race. Really good drive from him. Uh, the Red Bulls just did not have pace at the sprint. The medium tire was just not the right choice. And exactly what we saw in the race, too, is that the medium tire was just not the right choice. And I don't know why. Why do you think the medium tire was just terrible and everyone was opting for used softs instead of fresh mediums? 
Dude, I don't know what the the was going on with the tire, but I mean, we've seen that in a couple of the past few races, have we not? Where the medium has just been garbage. Yeah. And the like the what was it where the hard tire was just like unreal. Um it was ridiculously quick. I can't remember what race it was. It was like two or three races ago. Um the hard tire was just nuts. And everybody was going for that. Nobody would touch the mediums with a 10-foot pole. And, um, yeah, I, I really just don't know. Like, I, I wish I had some, like, scientific explanation that I knew of. Um, yeah. It's just weird that I think the compounds have not been performing the way that you should expect them to perform more than once, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it's happened more than once. Um because, like, I, I mean, I guess strategy changes depending on the race, but, like, you know, a soft should not be, like, outlasting a medium. Like No, it, and it had, like, it had way, like, obviously it had way better pace, but for, like, a stupid amount of time, too. Yeah, because what, like, people are pulling, like, 30 laps on it. Yeah. Like, what? Like, how, you can get away with that on, like, a hard, maybe a medium if you're going long. How are you getting that on the softs? I just thought it was wild. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the reasoning is behind it, uh, to be honest with you. It was it was really weird, though. <laughs> I didn't I didn't really get it. Um, but yeah, Sprint, like, I think obviously the biggest story is we got Magnus and Russell. Um, and, like, good for K-Mag, you know? Um, it was his 100th uh, race with Haas, I believe. And... Uh, he was able to uh, to pull that out for them. They were obviously thrilled about it. That was basically their uh, <laughs> their world championship. Because, um, I mean, they're not anywhere close. I think they're seventh right now. Um, yeah. And, yeah, good for them uh, to be able to pull that out. That was uh, that was huge. So We're also um, uh, forgetting to talk about Mick Schumacher's race in the sprint. Mick Schumacher did an amazing job in the sprint. Yeah. Like the Haases were just like coming together in the middle. Yeah. Well, yeah, he ended up finishing. What did he finish? 12th, 11th? And 12th, I think. Yeah. 12th something or 13th. Like that. But he started 20th, if I recall. Yeah. 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 In the sprint, um, he started 20th. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Um, and like, yeah, I, if we can talk about the sprint real quick, um, it's always been, you know, a hot button topic. Um, I don't mind it. You know, it's, uh, I, I can see why the drivers hate it because I think it does they hate it because them. of pra- the free practice after the sprint because they can't do anything. It's worthless. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. Um, so like a little frustrating and like I, I get the unnecessary rest to the car in some manner, too. Um, but yeah, it's fun. It's good entertainment. Right. It's good to watch. It's just too bad. Yeah. I think for Magnuson that, you know, he was able to put it on pole for the sprint and not the race. I think that could have worked out a lot better for him as we. <laughs> as we see um and uh yeah good sprint but yeah getting right into the sprint what the hell um was that or after the sprint sorry getting into the race what was that first lap man um i just like just chaos sheer chaos yeah um it was what turn 10 i think you're watching magnuson and ricardo fight for <laughs> fight for a position and daniel just Go straight into him. I don't really know what was going on. Like clipping him, yeah. Like I, I could see how it happened. I didn't think it was terribly bad. 
But then Kevin tries to like when he spins, he tries to back it off the track. I, I and say, to wait, I just want to stop you there because yeah, okay. I don't. I wouldn't say that he backs it off. It's like you basically do a one eighty in the middle of the track, and you got like fifteen other cars coming towards you. Yeah. In in all intents and purposes, letting off the throttle instead of just smoking the whole area and just yeah. backing it off to the race is exactly what he should have done. Right. Him hitting Ricardo is a perfect afterthought to that event. Right, but it just begs the question of why the hell was Daniel going behind him? Because Daniel loves just locking up into people, apparently. <laughs> Fucking, like, God, I love the guy, but, like, dear Lord, man. Like, come on. He's really making it hard. He's really making it hard. Um, on that note, we are likely, from what I can see the past few days, we're likely going to see some announcement about Daniel uh, probably going back to Red Bull, but we'll get more into that when we talk about Red yeah. Bull. Um, Imagine leaving Red Bull because you don't want to be a number two driver and you come back as a number three. <laughs> hold on, hold that thought because I think that's the big thing we got to talk about. But I do have something else real juicy that we're going to get to too. I don't know if you've what? seen this yet today, but hold on. It's just, we'll, we'll get there. I just want to talk about the race and then we'll talk about the, the drama. Okay. Um, after that, uh, I don't think we see anything too terrible. Uh, we do see Lando Norris um dnf as well as daniel ricardo dnf no he did Lando punt leclerc we forgot to talk about that what's that he did punt leclerc into a corner he, he did punt leclerc into a corner it was pretty bad yeah um, and w- the- which, which was funny to me because i was watching um so i watched the verstappen and hamilton collision and i was like nice because i don't have verstappen or red bull on my team yeah on my fantasy team. So I was like, oh, perfect. This is going to be good points for me because now Max is all the way down there because of damage. And then yeah. not even like a lap later, then uh, Leclerc gets punted. I'm like, great. <laughs> and yeah, then like, cool. uh, what I what I thought was weird about that is, so Leclerc and Verstappen both pit and like right yeah. around the same time. Verstappen yeah. comes out on the mediums. Um, Leclerc comes out on softs or mediums. I can't remember. Do- it doesn't matter. But Verstappen had unreal pace after that incident. And yeah. Leclerc seemed to be going nowhere. And then in the, in like the second stint of the race where they pitted after those tires, Leclerc had unbelievable pace and Verstappen was going nowhere. Make it make sense. I, 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 I just don't get it. <laughs> like I said, it, I think it really goes back to the like, does it go back to the tire compounds at that point or like what's going on? I don't I, th- I don't know if it's just because the Red Bull wasn't that good at running at a lower weight with like less fuel because they were really struggling to turn the car. Yeah. Like, especially in the sprint race on the mediums, they were really struggling to turn the car, but Verstappen was having ungodly pace on the mediums. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I Again, no answer for you. It was just like, there's a lot of strange things that didn't make a whole lot of sense in this race. Those just being a couple of them. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I'm trying to think of anything else really of, of note. Um we do see the Aston Martins put up decent pace throughout the race uh, at different different points. Um, Seb was doing really well, and even um, even Lance was doing okay at points. Um, I don't think it ended up that way. I think Seb finished what P eight, P P nine, something like that. Yeah, but he was um, doing really well up until that point. He was, he was, and I mean, like honestly, with that car, uh, good for them uh, for for even being able to do that. Um, that was, that was pretty huge. Uh, I'm just trying to think of the other teams and, and if there's any real big stories, but I think the McLaren, we kind of already got out of the way. Um, Aston Martin, Haas, we've talked about a little bit. Um, Alfa Romeo, Botas had a really good drive. Um, he looked like kind of the beginning of the season 
uh, form there. And I really liked that. And I think he ended up, uh, what did he end up finishing here, Steve? Um, no, but Botas had a really good drive as well as what I was just saying. And, yeah, they, they were um, actually doing a really good teamwork. If you saw the clip of Botas telling um, telling his engineer to tell Zoe to attack Latifi into turn 10 because he was breaking yeah. earlier. Yeah, yeah. Really it was actually pretty team, cool. Teamwork there. Yeah. Which and is, good on uh, him to kind of take that veteran teams. role. Oh, yeah, exactly. I think right. He, I think he knows that the role that he's in and it's only going to help him if he helps his teammate, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's what he's used to doing. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, uh, I did just look up. Uh, I didn't have the uh, uh, the standings pulled up here, but we did have both us finish P9, Stroll P10, Vettel P11. Um, so a pretty, pretty nice run for Austin Martin. And then we have Joe right afterwards at P12. Um, so a good run from them. The Actually, the one team I forgot to talk about, and we're going to get to them first before we get to the uh, the big teams, um, is I wanted to talk briefly about Alpine, who had a pretty good race. Um, we get Fernando Alonso finishes P5. You know, uh, no complaints on that front. And yeah. Esteban Ocon at uh, P8. Um, so I, I, given... Given the the recent drama with Alpine, um, they got to take that and be be fairly happy with it. And with double McLaren DNFs, that's likely going to lock them up into best of the rest. Stephen, thoughts about that? I had both Alpine drivers on my fantasy team, Fuck. so I am being chilling. Damn it! I am back ahead of you. Are you in really the fantasy? Yeah, by like 20, 20 or so points. Ah, oh, fuck's sakes, man. Going to the last race too. You're really gonna do me like that? Yeah, I am at thirty nine seventy nine. You are at thirty nine thirty seven. Woof. That hurts so badly. Yeah, you I might, had a two hundred eleven point weekend. I had a two sixty eight. I might take a gamble and do some restructuring. I might. I might just do it. But it's going to be yeah, a big think, gamble because uh, if it doesn't pay off, I'm going to look like a fucking idiot. So, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, uh, Alpine had a really great weekend after the sprint, obviously. Yep. Um, yep. They were getting team orders not to fight and Ocon was being a little bit of a, um, a nuisance about it. Yep. Because obviously his his prime was to pass. I think it was Vettel at the time because he was yep. on fresher tires, but Alonso had the fresher, fresher tires. Yeah. So he was kind of, uh, you know, acting like he was going to put up a fight. And they were telling yep. him, like, you are not to fight Alonso, yeah. which is interesting because it's essentially what he's done all season is fight <laughs> Alonso only. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it, whatever. It worked out for them. Right. Um, they got to be fairly happy with the the standings here and like i said being able to win that best of the rest as long as they do decent and as long as mclaren sucks yeah. and it um, does put a does put haas in contention for um fighting alpine or sorry alpha tori which is 30, interesting. 37 and 35 points it is it is yep um which i mean there's not much to win there but it's also a pretty big pretty big hit for red bull as an organization for their B team to lose to uh, maybe not the worst team anymore. Cause I think Williams is, is got that pretty, well, it's like your B team down. lost off Ferrari's B team. Right. And obviously you don't want that. I just right? don't know how you have the best car on the second worst car. It doesn't make any sense, but yeah, yeah, whatever. Speaking of Ferrari, um, we get a P three P four, which honestly in this race, I think was pretty good for Ferrari. Um, they didn't have a terrible amount of pace, and I think given the hit to Leclerc 
um, they did they did okay with what they had. What I found interesting towards the end of the race, and we see a little bit of a flash of this too with with Red Bull in a different way, is we hear Charles Leclerc on the radio to his team saying, "Please think of the championship when yeah. Carlos was in P three and Leclerc was in P four, and I don't know how I feel about it. I really don't." I'm not um, surprised about it, but I wish it wasn't the way that they would do things. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at that and I'm like, all right, man, like I get it. You know, you're probably pretty pissed off from the rest of the season. And like you, he deserves, you know, that, that P3 in the, in the constructors minimum or sorry, not constructors in the uh, driver's minimum, but he probably deserves that P2, right? Yeah. But Carlos was having a really good drive, and I feel like Carlos has been shafted a couple times this season. Why ask for it? That's what I'm confused about. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like like, like I the don't... points the points difference is going to get you. Like now we just have like a cool title fight for the uh, the title fight for second in the end. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. Uh, and like same thing for Max and Perez doing it. Max is pretty adamant about not giving up the position for a bunch of reasons that we could probably get into another time. Yep. But, um, yeah, well, like a lot of people don't like giving positions up in team orders like that, but yeah, I get it. But at the same time, it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I'm going to read you something. I don't know if you've seen this yet today. I would assume not. I saw this about an hour before we did this. Okay. This is from the French, um, Twitter account, Sector F1, according to at L'Equipe. Charles Leclerc and Mattia Benotto no longer speak to each other since Silverstone. The Monegasque, who had lost the race following a new strategic error, had been reprimanded by Benotto in front of the cameras as he got out of his car. Remember that video of, or the picture of him doing the finger wag? Yeah. Apparently, there's some credit to that. Remember, it was a big deal at the time. People were like, oh, I wonder what that conversation was about. Apparently, Charles Leclerc is no longer speaking to his team principal, which there's been rumors. Even actually yesterday, we got a fake uh, announcement that Bonotto got fired. Um, I don't know if you saw that on Ferrari. It wasn't the case. Um, yeah. And that he was going to be replaced with, uh, what's his name from Alfa Romeo? Um, Frederick Pursuer. Yeah. Yeah. So... I thought that was an interesting little tweet. I want to know what you think about that. I tend to believe it. I could definitely see it, honestly. I think it's what needs to happen after uh, this disaster class of a season for Ferrari. Yep. And it's got to fall on... It can't fall on the drivers, right? Like, I mean, like, after everything we've seen, there's no way you can blame either of these two drivers for this season. Yeah. It's it's been shambolic from the team side, and someone's got to take the the fall for it. Um, you know, like undeniably, the Red Bull has been the better car throughout the entirety of the season, sure. But think about the probably I would say four to five races which have been lost or positions have been lost due to team errors from Ferrari. Yeah. Um, it's not good enough. If I was Charles Leclerc, I probably wouldn't speak to him either. Um, you know, uh, it's a little uh, a little shambolic, and I just thought it was an interesting little uh, interesting little tweet. Interesting little tweet. But Stephen, 
we we're going a little bit longer, I think, than you wanted to today. So let's let's talk about the elephant in the room. Um, do you maybe want to give us a rundown of the situation at hand from the Red Bull point of view from Brazil? I believe that Max did not see the position because he's holding grudges from Monaco as Perez has apparently deliberately crashed out of qualifying in Monaco to keep his pole. He didn't have pole. He had P3. No, Perez. Yep, Perez had P3. Didn't he have pole at the time? Nope. When he crashed? Nope. Anyways, apparently did it on purpose. And apparently Max hasn't forgot that. And now it's even funnier that uh, Max Verstappen's mom is just destroying Perez on Twitter. Talking about how he's cheating on his wife. No way. Yeah. Okay, so what what happened in the race so that we know the context here? It was basically the same as Ferrari. Yep. Perez asked for the position. They said that if Max could not pass Alonso, then he would give the position back. Yep. And then he just didn't. <laughs> he couldn't pass Alonso, and he didn't. What What is the point of of not letting him pass? What is the point? Like, especially like it's it's p it's it's p six and p seven. Like, it's different if it was like the win or a podium, but it's p sure. six and p seven. Sure. We like, from. Like, you know, we hear, a, we hear a bunch of things on the radio that we're going to say in a second. Um, the team, GP specifically, asks Max, he's, or sorry, tells Max, we're going to swap the positions. They tell yeah. Chaco, he's going to let you, he's gonna, they're going to swap positions and Max is going to let you pass. And this is a lap and a half before it happens, or before it doesn't happen, rather. And there's just there's no excuse for it. And yeah. afterwards, Max says, you know, we, I get, well, I get I, that he has his reasons. Like, sure. But he says, we talked reasons. about this. I have my reasons, blah, 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 whatever that well, means. Well, he, he said, like, we talked about it and not to ask me that, like not to ask him to give up positions like that. Right. But regardless. Like, why, why say that like that? <laughs> why say that? Why not just say we'll talk about it afterwards? We'll meet. Yeah. It. We'll have a meeting about it afterwards. Why would you do that intentionally over the radio? And and that's I think what it's just I'm, to like prove a point. That right, but that's what I'm confused about. And and Chaco's radio messages are are the most damning, frankly, because Chaco says, uh, I believe he says in Spanish, "Okay, so he shows who he really is." Was one of them, and then also he says, "You wouldn't have won two championships without me." He forgets that or something along those lines, which, uh, really? yeah, <laughs> that's, he's not wrong. Um, you can point to four to five instances, um, over the past year, um, year and a bit where, you know, without Sergio Perez, Max Verstappen was not winning a championship. Oh yeah. I I'm totally not saying, agree. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying that, you know, Perez is the reason that he won the championships. That's, I think that's unfair. Um, yeah. but without him, he wouldn't have been as successful as he was. And that ultimately means, uh, perhaps no championships. So I, I'm just very confused about the whole thing, frankly, 
I'm not sure that I buy into the Monaco shit. I don't. I mean, when you look at it, when you just straight up watch the telemetry, that guy definitely did it on purpose. Sure. But like, again, like the. But um, I don't think that's worth losing like a P2 in the championship. You know what I mean? I I don't. I don't really understand. Um, let's see. Monaco Grand Prix. I'm going to look at the. Monaco results. Sorry. Qualifying. Yeah, so I was right. So in qualifying, Chaco was P3, okay? Leclerc was first, Sainz was second, and third was Perez. Fourth was Verstappen, okay? Yeah. Well, I understand that, like, in Monaco, you want the highest position that you can get because, like, let's be honest, you ain't passing. Um, I, I understand that. Why would Perez crash his car into the wall on purpose for P3? It's not like he knew that Ferrari were, were going to absolutely just, you know, obliterate the race for the Claren signs. Yeah. It, it doesn't, from, from a logical standpoint, unless there's something more at play even here, it makes no sense. Um, so I'm just, I'm bothered by the whole thing. Um, you know, I, I think... It, I've never thought that Max Verstappen is the most, uh, you know, um, upstanding F1 citizen. You know, I, I I like him and I cheer for him, but I also know that he's kind of a piece of shit sometimes. You yeah. know, like I can I can recognize that. But like, oh, buddy, I could not defend him after this one. Um, I uh, I went, yeah, that's your credibility is taking a bit of a hit here, brother. Um. And that was a little bit tough. But anyways, I, I've talked so much about this. Uh, Steven, just kind of like final thoughts on it. Like, what do you think? I think it's the kind of controversy that that we're kind of bound to see every year. And it just comes from different people. Sure. Like there, there isn't like a Monaco qualifying that goes by without any type of controversy. People yeah. say that Leclerc purposely crashed last year. Michael Schumacher did it. Pretty sure Nico Rosberg did it. I think Nico actually did do it. <laughs> I think they all did. Yeah, it. <laughs> I think they all did. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just like where do you think there's trouble in paradise now? Basically, like, I you know, is Red Bull gonna be as willing to cooperate with each other? Are they gonna get this down pat? Are they gonna fix it? What's gonna happen here? There's only one race left, so yep. I'm sure a lot of them are kind of at a. Meh. We'll figure it out later. Interesting. Like, that's what Alonzo said when they talked about it. He's like, oh, did you talk to Ocon at all? And he's like, well, there's only one race left. Yeah. Then it's done. Yeah, but then they got next year. With Stroll. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. And maybe we'll see Daniel Ricciardo back in his little Red Bull overalls. But um, That would be nice. That would be nice. Um, and yeah, we're going into our, our, our last Grand Prix of the season. We got some big stories coming out of this one. Um, we are going to know the Haas F1 driver, the final seat tomorrow. We will know for sure. That has been announced. Yep. Um, likely it's, gonna be it's Nico looking Hulkenberg. like pretty sure we all know that. What's that? Nico Hulkenberg, yeah. Yep. It looks like the, the decision. I disagree with the decision. I think it's the wrong play. I think you kind of get that same sense from I think a lot of the F1 community. Um, and it's nothing against necessarily Nico Hulkenberg as a person or, or even really a racer. Um, yeah. I think it's from the point of view of why do this with this driver, 
You know what I mean? Like it's you're probably better off giving Mick another year, personally. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't seem to be the case. Um, but I'm you know I'm not the team principal, so what do I know? You know, um, what do you what do you yeah. think about that, Steve? Like, what's your thoughts? It is what it is. Honestly, some like yeah. sometimes you don't you don't get to choose your teammates. Obviously, you don't get to choose how they drive. No, some teammates are better than others. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and, and that's kind of an interesting one. We do still uh, the Williams. We still don't know for sure what's going on there. Yeah, still most likely um, going to be Logan Sargent, but he just needs to get his points. Yeah, we know we know that Tiffy's out for sure. That's the one thing we do know. Um, we yeah. think Logan Sargent's likely the next person in the seat, but we're not sure. Um, and that will likely round out our 2023 lineup um, for the Formula One season. Um, we are saying goodbye to a couple notable names after this race. Um, so Mick Schumacher obviously being one as of right now. Who knows? Um, Daniel Ricciardo going to a reserve role and he will be done. Nicholas Latifi, Godspeed. <laughs> um, <laughs> see you later. And uh, and then obviously uh, Sebastian Vettel uh, will be retiring after um, this weekend's Grand Prix, a pretty big one, a pretty big one for, for F1. Um, and I think the sense, the sense is, I mean, people don't know for sure. Um, but that Seb will probably take some time to, you know, just stay out of the limelight for a bit. But I think everybody hopes that he comes back to the sport in some capacity. Um, and I think you probably are of that mind too, right, Steve? Yeah. Yeah, because he'd be, you know, whether it's FIA, whether it's team principal, whether it's something in the sport, advocate, whatever it might be, um, he's just, you know, uh, that's what we've kind of come to expect uh, from yeah. Seb. And what uh, are your uh, your quick Abu Dhabi predictions? Yeah. yeah, sorry, I know we've gone gone longer than you were expecting today. Uh, quickly for Abu Dhabi, um, I'm gonna say we get a Ferrari victory just to fuck with them a little bit at the end of the year. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just like ah, oh, Mercedes got their thing. Lewis isn't gonna get his victory now. Um, I th- I think okay, sorry, keep going. Yeah, yeah, sorry. And then I think Red Bull is just gonna. I don't think they're gonna recover from the kind of the drama that's been going on. I think they're uh, they're done for the year. Yep. Do you, so are you saying that um, Leclerc is gonna secure second in the championship? No. So you think Signs is gonna win? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I think Signs is gonna win, and I I want to see Perez and Leclerc just fight for second and third, so that they have to stand on the podium together, and then one of them is just fucking staring Human. down their team principal <laughs> and just just absolutely heated about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think in reality, Ferrari's strategy is going to let Leclerc's, Leclerc down again. I think that Mercedes is still going to be on the pace. Yep. I think that Ferrari is probably going to struggle to keep up with the Red Bulls and the Mercedes. So I think it's going to be a mixed bag of a Mercedes for uh, Red Bull podium. Interesting. So I do okay. think that Perez is probably going to secure it. Okay. I I mean, I I hope to see it. You know, I hope to see him and uh, him and Leclerc have a good fight for this one. Um. You know, I'm kind of done with with the Red Bull storyline mostly this year. Uh, I think you know everything from last week kind of left a bad sour taste in my mouth. Um, and yeah, I hate Mercedes still. 
So, um, yep. good. George got his win. I hope he never wins again. Um, Lewis, I'm glad his streak is ending. Um, but I also do respect that you know they've had a they have a pretty good uh, pretty good race last time. And obviously, if we see them perform again, then good for them. Yeah, it's um, pretty nice that they were you know essentially like so down this season, and then they came back with a one two. Yeah, like they've they've steadily improved pretty much all season. Yeah, um, which is which, good, which is really good for a team. It's more than you can say that others like I'm not I'm not uh, not shit talking them this time. They had a really yeah. good weekend. And you know what? You happy, I can Jason. S- you happy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can see them coming into 2023 very strong. Um, I, agree. I I think we'll likely see that. Will Ferrari figure their shit out? Who knows? This is kind of all for, for next episode because we'll keep our, our kind of predictions for then and we'll do a big recap at some point. Um, I would, you know what? I'd change my prediction just to absolutely <laughs> fuck with everybody. I want to see a Sebastian Vettel, Daniel Ricardo, Mick Schumacher, one, two, three, just yeah, for now fun. You, now you're just being stupid. Just for fun. At least one of them. I want to see one of them on the podium for fun. Why not? I want to see Daniel Ricardo win, Dreams. laugh in McLaren's face and then leave. Dreams. You know? Anyways. Um, I want to see Alonzo get on the podium and then just leave. Refuse to elaborate. No, Latifi on the podium with Alonzo and Vettel refuse to elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, that's kind of it for, for this week, Steve. I don't think you have anything else or. Yeah, no, I do not. No. All right. Um, yeah, we're going to do that this weekend. Abu Dhabi, the last of this year. Um, it will be a good time. Um We'll talk about some more stuff next week when we when we obviously get down to it. There's not really much at stake here, um, so we're going to be really just talking on uh, Chaco and Leclerc. Other than that, Stephen, any final words? Goodbye and good night. Goodbye and good night.